back again, fresh off the heels of the Phil's 10-2 win over the Braves. This is the number one Philadelphia <laughs> sports podcast on the net uh, here to discuss uh, uh, Bryce Harper's two home runs. Uh, it, it is I, once again, Wack Nicholson, as always joined by uh, Caleb and June. You know them quite well. Uh, but we have two absolutely perfect guests to come on today and talk about um, their favorite Philly sports moments. Uh, the authors of Eat the Rich, Kate Shapiro and Jack Allison. Kate, <laughs> where, where are you at the 1980 World Series? What are some of your, your favorite plays? <laughs> You know, the, uh, you you told us the topics we were going to talk about on the show, and this I'm actually even less less familiar with uh, <laughs> Philly sports. Um, but but thank you, thank you for having. Us. I should say the book is 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 kill the rich. We actually go one step further oh, than, okay. than the traditional eat the not rich. just eating. So this isn't uh, so even I, I it's not even a sustainable the, it's not even a sustainable book. You you don't mind what I, happens? I guess with you, the, you're with the norm, waste. you you norm normally kill to eat but really we, yeah. the, the kill is the, the most important this part tr- it's, it's like, implied it's, it's implied guess, you're gonna do it it's gonna happen uni, at some point uni is still alive sometimes when you're having it but you know yeah the, the book is kill okay yeah you guys um yeah so so your your book is uh kill the rich a sort of satirical uh novel that looks at the current uh situation online and sort of future casts at 15 years um so we did want to talk to you guys a little bit about the book before we do discuss some of the uh news of the day topics the the ones that aren't um horrendously upsetting uh is the ones we're going to talk about but the (laughs) uh you found some crazy (laughs) (laughs) there's 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 also some fun ones there's there's at least i i think is a fun one a fun news event that's happened yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that. We, yes, yes, we we certainly will. So, uh, kill the rich. Uh, you guys want to give like a little elevator pitch before we start talking about it? Yeah, sure. So, so um, takes place about fifteen years in the future in twenty thirty eight, and America has, in a squeaker election, elected a quote unquote communist progressive president. Uh, the political parties are split into three parties. There's the American People's Party, which is kind of like the DSA progressive wing. The Democrats and the Republicans have merged into one party called the Democrat Republicans. And then there's kind of like a conspiracy QAnon crazy person party called the Patriot Party. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, a communist, quote unquote, president is elected on with like 35 percent of the vote on the uh, campaign slogan, kill the rich. And now that they're in office, they have to actually make good on that promise. After executing one of the Koch brothers to low ratings, uh, they are now going to do a televised execution of Kim Kardashian, uh, whose beauty <laughs> products line poisoned an entire small town. Um, <laughs> after that execution... Uh, Uh, A senior aide to the president, Javier Batata, is trying to sort of get information on the next uh, rich person, you know, to put up on uh, uh, for a televised execution. And it's a a cryptocurrency meme obsessed, you know, richest man in the world who we call Willem Lutz uh, and bears legally no resemblance to Elon Musk. (laughs) Uh, Friend of the show, Elon Musk. (laughs) Friend of the show. Can I, can I just say really quick how, how much in like the last, so like two years ago, like most media attention from Elon Musk was like neutral or like Mm -hmm. positive. But I feel like in the last like two years, cause like you had the glass onion movie, you have Mm -hmm. like a lot of like novels and just like other stories where it's like, oh, this is the Elon character. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, for Kate, good reason, of course. Kate can speak to that a little bit, but I, I was worried, you know, when we were first writing the book, it was, you know, a, a, like a year and a half ago that I was like, everybody kind of like likes Elon. Like, cool people know that Elon sucks, but most people, normal people, think of him as like the electric car guy. Are people like not going to like that we made him the villain of the book? And, and I will say that he, you know, sufficiently self immolated enough in like the last year that I'm. <laughs> Like maybe the book doesn't even go too Crisis far. Crisis averted, yeah. You guys started writing this. Uh, I think Kate, I heard you, and I don't know if I read this or if I heard it in another interview you guys did. But you started writing this as like a series of short stories during the pandemic, right? Yeah, um, I did kind of a Substack series, kind of set in this world, and there were many other like different things. So like, I think 
Hunter Biden was a senator in that world and not in this world. Um, Dude, okay, we have to have him run. We need him to be a senator. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I'd vote for him. Um, Then there's the new, did you guys, wait, did you guys see that there's a new Biden that dropped the the Uncle Biden that was on Grindr or whatever it was? (laughs) There was a hidden Biden. A hidden Biden. He's like a muscle Biden, dude. He's like this yoked 60-year-old who's posting hog. Why does that whole family kick so much ass? They just Joe is the, actually like the lamest of them all. Like I would seriously? vote for a Hunter over a Joe. If they replace Joe with Hunter, Trump's in trouble. I want the muscle Uncle Biden. What I need to know is why do they love they love taking pictures of their own dicks? Well, their dicks, dicks. <laughs> well, their dicks are huge. Like <laughs> if you've seen a lot of Hunter's dick pics, like it's mostly putting of objects course. next to oh. them and be like, "Look how big my dick is." But it's bigger than this remote control. I can, like, it is funny that the fo- it is funny that the photos like are all about comparison items. Like it really is like you know can't be fooled. You know objects are not smaller than they appear. Yeah. In there the is there is definitely one thing we know for certain about President Joseph Robinette Biden, and it is that he is at packing absolute heat. And oh, he, yeah. totally. That, no, I that, bet that in, I bet that in addition to being the worst Biden, he also has the smallest. That's the smallest. Think so? oh, yeah. Yeah. It's why he sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's the weak Biden. He's, he's, the, he's the beta, the beta Biden. We're gonna, in, the, in the first in the first debate against Trump and Biden, it's Trump's going to come out, and and the hidden Biden. I don't know his name, but the the new Biden's Uncle Biden come out. They're going to. Yeah, Muscle Biden, Uncle <laughs> Muscle Biden. They're going to reveal him. He's going to replace the actual Biden. They've got Bidens like they got Donkey Kongs. You know, there really is like a whole <laughs> Kong family of we Bidens. Got oh, we got to go to Delaware. It's exactly Biden. like the Donkey Kong games, dude. <laughs> I can attest to that. The new one sounds that. like Funky Biden. The new one sounds like Funky, <laughs> funky Biden. Kong Biden. Hell yeah, Funky Biden. Yep, that's that's him. As as somebody whose mother um, took me to the. Uh, Joe Biden takes me every time I visit her uh, uh, Delaware uh, beach residence. Uh, my mom wants to take me over to Joe Joe's house and see uh, if he's there right now. Um, we we what have, does she think is going to happen? Like you're she gonna wants go to like, like see to one of the dogs bite the fucking social. I don't know what she wants. But, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's what she another cool thing. He just has a, an unending series of snarling <laughs> hellhounds that are biting people. <laughs> yeah, like at first, at first when they first had those dog stories come up, I was like, dude, he's got to like get a hold on these dogs. But there was one a couple of weeks ago where i'm like okay i've come around on these dogs Dude, it's like 10 <laughs> biting it's on the second dog alone what about the first one that it's, we don't even talk about <laughs> i think they I got think, rid of the I think first one. One, that one had an untimely uh exit <laughs> that one that one crossed that dog the committed bridge. suicide with two bullets to the head <laughs> are the dogs increasing or decreasing in rank that's my question because it's like commander is it, are we now down to like lieutenant at this point or what i think on i private? think there is actually i think there is actually a real reason that he's naming them i think they're different brands so I think there's similar ranks <laughs> in different branches. There's a political reason behind the names of these dogs. Uh, okay, it's like okay. when uh, Obama went to Torchy's Tacos in uh, Austin, Texas, and he got one of their tacos <laughs> called the Democrat, another one called the Republican, and a third one called the Independent. He got all three. Oh, no. They're all good. They're all good. They're really good. I don't know. The Democrat at Torchy's is not that good. Torchy sucks. Torchy sucks. Uh, It's the fifth best taco place in any city in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on the I, basically my point was I'm on the dog side now. The the Secret Service they have bad vibes. Yeah, they're cops. I don't I don't trust them. Yeah, well, it's funny yeah, exactly. that there was that Twitter account that first came on, like the dog Twitter account that would talk about how possum it was. Like the Oval Office, the Oval Office, like the most cringe thing in the world. And it's so funny that these dogs are like biting everybody after they try to make it this cute thing. Yeah, there's been like there's been like twelve bites. Like one, someone's gonna, it's gonna end even worse at some point, and I'm gonna be on their side. Mm-hmm. There was the article about how the dog would walk down the walk down the hallway making clicking sounds, and I'm like, oh, yeah. it's just a fucking thing. The it's fuck, it's like John Carpenter's <laughs> yes uh, commander. Yes, <laughs> that's gonna be so good. Holy the next shit. one's gonna be private, and it's gonna have like a, a brand new Ford Mustang with a twenty percent interest rate and two ex wives, even though it's a teenager. <laughs> Oh, so it's going to be Hunter? 
<laughs> I think they're training this dog to leave behind when Trump pack, takes back the White House uh, mm. to like secretly, you know, to do the deed. Patriots get Trump in, in a get Trump in a Cujo situation in, in <laughs> Air Force One. I, you know, honestly, it's funny to think about. I, I bet Trump is really afraid of dogs and is really funnily afraid dogs. of dogs. Yeah. I yeah, think that seeing Trump around a dog well, would be something I would deeply desire to see. We know quite well. <laughs> it's well documented that he's very, very afraid of sharks. But I think he's also afraid of dogs as well. I think it's come up that he he doesn't like animals, like cats, dogs. He's afraid of animals. Yeah. Did you say except you for say the dog that sharks? bit Suleimani or whatever? You remember that he t- kept talking about <laughs> no. how yes. beautiful that dog was. For yes. like ten, that was. Uh, Another yeah. lifetime ago, man. Trump is extremely afraid of sharks. He's written about it in multiple books. Um, it was part of <laughs> it was start, part of Stormy I, Stormy Daniels' deposition. She was like, he kept on talking about how much he hates sharks, and then he right because he, they they just went and watched Shark Week when they were supposed to have sex. They went in the room and they watched Shark Week, and he was like, they're very very scary. And, <laughs> and look at these guys. Yeah, it was like it was, and he confirmed. He's like, yeah, we didn't have sex. We watched Shark Week. I told. How much I hate sharks. <laughs> it's been a thing. He's hated sharks his entire life. That's so mid 70s coded. I'm sure he watched Jaws. <laughs> oh, in Palm Beach, like every year, like 800,000 to 2 million sharks just go by the Gulf Street really close to Palm Beach, and everybody goes there. So I'm like, why does he make that his home? Like it's because like the shark capital of the world. Because he bought because he bought Mar-a-Lago from the Dupont family for cheap. That's the whole reason he lives there. Is because he also he I got it on the cheap. That dude has never set foot in the ocean. The no, no. I would, oh, can you imagine <laughs> Donald Trump swimming? I want to see him try to surf. I want to see him in a wetsuit. I want our big oh, wet yeah. boy to catch some some sweet tubes. When he needs to join, he needs to join the the the, the boaters, the the beautiful boats, mm-hmm. the beautiful boaters, the beautiful patriots. He's never been on a boat. Why doesn't he join them? Yeah, the he doesn't even have him. a yacht. He's, he's he lives his life in fear for a guy who is extremely he's wealthy. He's yeah. a plain man. He's a he's he he really is like the consummate New Yorker. You know what I mean? He's afraid of every type of animal. Thinks that the ocean is evil, <laughs> and pretty much just is in cars and planes. Certainly can't drive a like car. A, <laughs> no, no, he absolutely can't. Um, but what, there was like a recent-ish news story about like he was talking about yeah, at a rally. I, yeah, at a rally. What was he talking so about? He just randomly like went off thing. on this tangent about how he would rather get electrocuted than get eaten yes. by sharks. So I, I think he was talking about like <laughs> I think he was one. talking about how they're like trying to make electric boats or something like you know like getting getting mad about electric cars. And then he was like kind of going on a riff about like with an electric boat that would electrify the water. And then he got distracted and he was like, "But if there was a shark, I would rather get electrocuted." The best boats. part about that get was like he says this. He's talking about this, and he's like. To, to this crowd doing one of his like diatribes that he famously does and talks about for a good couple of minutes about how he'd rather get electrocuted than eaten by sharks. And then like he goes to the crowd. He's like, right. You guys agree with me. And like, the crowd was completely <laughs> befuddled. It was like a <laughs> kind of like, you know, scattered applause. And as opposed to usually all those people are just going fucking nuts. Because he was just completely on a, a different level. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> the moment that the autistic kid sh- shared how much he thinks about his hyperfixation with everyone else, and they're like, "Wow, oh no, no, I was, I like Dragon Ball Z. I'm not like on your, I'm not doing what you're doing, though." <laughs> yeah, like I just watched it when it came on Cartoon Network. I don't own the entire series. I didn't watch the. I'm the, feeling the straight up attacked series. right now, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it makes you feel any better, I own the entire series oh hell yeah so, okay. it's okay, okay. It's jesus okay. christ i was making fun of myself it's okay jesus christ <laughs> and I, when, I mean not the not the dvds the manga the manga is very good the manga actually is very good and it's very good but that's not what we're here to talk about yeah, it's the dorkiest <laughs> conversation the full, the full i've ever been a part of <laughs> kate the, the manga toriyama's manga far exceeds the anime i'm just except dissociating for perhaps, right now except for perhaps dragon ball z kai which recuts it to have better pacing like the manga Oh no! Great take. I agree completely. <laughs> yep. No matter what I try to do, I can't stop this from becoming an anime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We have we have shifted into anime <laughs> quite a few times. I, I think every po- uh, podcast in its DNA is actually an, an anime, anime podcast. podcast. Like strip yeah. away all the trappings, and it becomes an anime podcast. 
<laughs> Even the We're daily, dangerously close. You leave Michael Barbaro, you know, you, you, <laughs> you, he, he could get going about Yu Gi Oh and shit. <laughs> Everyone has a little anime story. <laughs> I need to, yeah, no, I need to know Trump's favorite anime. I need, I need to, I need, I, I, I need to riff with him about Dragon Ball. They call it Hamtaro, <laughs> folks. Hamtaro. <laughs> nothing to do with Ham, though. I can promise you that. <laughs> um, so I, I guess that was like the first half of my question is like talking about how you guys were, were, were writing it back then a couple things kind of like in the time <laughs> in the time that you started writing these and the time to now it's just recently been published a couple things came true like things that you were riffing on but they actually happened because that's just how the world is now what uh you guys want to talk about that I had the one specifically was kind of like the the Elon uh, company town. Yeah, yeah, that is a very real one. Yeah, go ahead, Kate. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, me and Jack are just prophets. So, you know, what we write comes <laughs> true. But actually, the those towns in Nevada are a thing. So it's, they're called mm-hmm. innovation zones. Like, that's what we call them in the book. But they're actually a thing. Like, a corporation can buy a bunch of lands in Nevada and just, like, set up their own laws. And like, I think they just did that recently to get like Google and Tesla and all these people to come to Nevada and just terraform the desert into some like great place. Cause nobody wants, none of those companies want to come to Vegas or Reno because they're such shitty places to live. I live there. So I feel like I can say that, (laughs) um, that that, like they don't want to go there so that you corporations can just buy random desert land and do whatever the fuck they want there. And Tesla (laughs) doesn't. So Elon is is trying to become Muad'Dib. He is in the desert trying to make it blue. <laughs> so I've, I've heard of the one because Disney notoriously has that in like Florida, mm-hmm. like basically a company. Yeah, town. Uh, I, I I hadn't heard of the the one in Nevada. Yeah, because nobody actually people actually want to go to Orlando. Nobody wants to go to like Pahrump, <laughs> <Yeah>. Nevada. <laughs> and and like uh, Disney knows better than to poke the bear on that one. Like if they did any illegal labor practices in there, they would get their shit clapped. So it's easier to just uh, run a regular... I don't know about that <laughs> yeah. one. Well, the I mean, there are probably... The people that want to clap Disney's shit don't care about illegal labor practices. Though, That's true. The, but they, they the ride issue. this line a lot better than Google and fucking uh, mm-hmm. Elon Musk do because they just want to make as much money as possible. And Disney's just a little... Slightly more shrewd than some of the tech people is what I was saying. Mm, yeah. Yeah, also theme parks are a place you can go to and have fun. So, yes. <laughs> I don't know what kind of city Google would open. I guess me and Jack in the book tried to figure out what kind of city an electric car meme guy would try to open. Um, yeah. Yeah, the big one is is Elon starting his own city kind of blew our minds right around when the book was coming out. Um, and there's other stuff in there, too, which like now is escaping me. But um, I guess your your listeners will just have to buy the book uh, to find out. <laughs> Hell yeah. The one the one prediction that we're it's not in this first book, but will be in the sequel book that I, I just have been saying on podcasts because I want to lay claim to predicting this before it happens uh, <laughs> is that the QAnon shaman is going to get elected to Congress Ooh. at some oh, point. Hell yes. And you can you can envision it in your head. Already you can see CNN showing him walk on the house floor and saying like <laughs> he was here in a Viking costume and now here he is an elected official of Congress. <laughs> and so that's not in the first book. It will be in the second one, but I want everyone to know that when it does happen, we're not stealing from reality. You yeah. know, we, 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 we thought of it first. Another thing we predicted because I just texted you about this is uh, in the book, the not Elon Musk character challenges the president to a cage match. And then, right, right. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah. All that shit with Elon. Does and, it happen, though? No. Does the cage match happen? Which no, happen. it challenges. You got it right. Yeah. It, it, it got it right. happened on social media, and then it was dropped completely, which is yeah. exactly what happened. With the the thing, the thing exactly, yeah. One of the things we did get wrong, I will cop to, is that Twitter still called Twitter in 2036 mm. in the book. Uh, so we that we did yeah. make that mistake that Twitter would still be called. There Twitter. are rumors <laughs> that he's planning on switching it back. 
It's the hope. Uh, also, really? God, one of the things so we have in the book is that all the social media companies got bought by like Berkshire Hathaway and places like that. Yeah. So in the second book, I'm going to say that Berkshire Hathaway switched it back because the brand was uh, was stronger. <laughs> <laughs> good call. Yeah. Now and that's a good writing lesson for me. Now in all my projects, I just say post it on social media. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't use the real name. Yeah. Don't use the real name. See, so I've been I've been watching Succession, and one of the jar, especially like these days, one of the most jarring things. I don't know if you guys have mm-hmm. watched Succession, watch but one of their one of the most common lines is more tweets, great tweets. <laughs> they they say tweets and Twitter a lot, and it's just very very jarring. And one of my favorite things about season three, I'm going to talk about season three for who those who haven't listened, but Dasha uh, of oh, the Red Scare yeah. podcast, notorious Dasha, she's in like season three, and her basically her entire character for like half of the season is about tweets like they just relegated her to talk about twitter for like most of it and then after she like started developing a little bit she had like one episode she just gets written out of the show which is just incredible my understanding is that she got written out of the show because of her like hard right turn yeah because they thought she was like a liability yeah they thought she was an asshole so they 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 found her real twitter and was like oh shit okay well (laughs) right yeah no rightly they they got that right she did become kind of an asshole (laughs) or was an asshole i I don't know i don't know anything about red scare but uh r.i.p yeah all i know about her is i listen to a russian propaganda podcast it's a hobby it has nothing to do with my political (laughs) beliefs but she's been on it which I'm like, why is this person <laughs> really on it? Bizarre. <laughs> that is bizarre. Well, she does get funding from uh, Peter Thiel. So, oh, let's go. Make of that what you right. want. They get Thiel money. Friend of the show, yeah. Peter Thiel. How can I get um, Thiel money? I want Thiel money. I know. I'm like, of course, you that's bad. Like an ir- you have to be like an irredeemable piece of shit. That is, it. of course, bad, and I denounce it. But also, where can I sign up? And is it possible <laughs> to get some? He's got. He's got one question at that negotiating table, and it is, what that blood do. Uh, he just needs your blood. So if you're waiting, <laughs> <to> <laughs> awesome. Uh, I do just kind of have as as we wrap up the the segment on on the book here. Like we, we, what was kind of the impetus for this to happen, and like what to your mind? I think Kate, because you started these with this little Substack deal. Like to your mind, what was it about the story that you wanted to tell that just kind of this? Being in the pandemic days, of course, where things were crazier, I guess, or maybe just crazy in a different way. Like what what to your mind was the the genesis of this? Um, uh, when I was first starting to think about it, I was taking a class in like uh, witchcraft in the 16th century. And so I was reading all these primary sources of people getting burned at the stake and executed and how. That was like the fun thing to do on Friday night. That was like Friday night (laughs) smackdown. Like was like, that's what the whole village came together. Like people were sad when it stopped happening. And it's like, nobody, (laughs) nobody really understood like why like witchcraft, there's not like a real reason or like why certain women were chosen, but it it was clear that everybody was having fun. And everyone just got together. They, everyone tied bricks around their ankles and just jumped in the water. They jumped in the lakes just to see what happened just for fun. And the 16th century is a lot like now there was a huge like climate change like mini ice age kind of thing there was like a lot of populism going around like the first stds were entering not that that i mean there's disease and plague and lots of stuff going on so when i was like reading that and i was just thinking about like this polarized world and like kim kardashian i'm like it just would be like great if one of these like really rich people who just like are making videos during the pandemic about how great it is to stay inside when they live in a mansion and I live in like a shitty apartment in downtown Las Vegas. And some of those videos, some like I think about some of those videos. I think the like one that sticks out in my mind the most is the um, John Lennon Imagine oh, yeah. music video. Oh, yeah. That oh, is God. just like the most. <laughs> Google like, it if you don't remember shit. or miss that one, guys at home. Oh my god! <laughs> it's if you if if you don't remember the first two seconds, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, this fucking video." Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was the video that made me want to start. I was like, "Fuck this! We're all so polarized." And we, but there is one thing in common: is that we all hate these people. Like, and we hate that they do this. So, like, I was like, "Would it be healing for America if we just had a public execution of a just like horrible billionaire?" And <laughs> so that's the it's seed like, of the idea. You, uh, 
do you have, have you ever heard of that i forget exactly like where this took place in, in which century but there was like just a village um that had like a mass paranoia and they like couldn't stop da- like jumping up and down and like the dancing, dancing plague. until they like yeah the dancing plague we just need to bring that back we need a dancing plague we, we might yeah. just like need a, a guillotine a public there's square. a guillotine. new one of those going on in somewhere in africa i just saw that on tiktok it's a new dancing plague but it's like oh my god are you kidding yeah. me? is tiktok not a dancing plague itself <laughs> TikTok is a dancing plague hell yeah it really is some of those dances are so off-putting as somebody who it used really to uh, uh teach in a high school i would say yes very much so uh it is a plague of dancing there are now competing TikTok dancers, and I don't want to. We don't. We talked about if we wanted to, to cover the Israel Palestine stuff at all. We said no. Good for we don't want to talk about it. But the one thing I will say is there are competing TikTok dancers. There are uh, Palestine <laughs> and Israel dances to help. So all right, so let's be so let's be objective. Which one is better, Caleb? Which which one is better? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna support. I'm gonna support which one you tell me is better. So I need to know the. <laughs> I have not watched any of them. I've only really watched kind of the reaction is videos the, and stuff. Is 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 it the IDF cat girl? Because it's going to be hard for me to say free. <laughs> no, Palestine these are just like suburban teenagers and stuff. Oh, this okay, is, okay. This is not like a. Um, I mean, who knows? It could be like propaganda, but oh yeah, no, these, are there, just no, like, these are children paid no by the IDF. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, these are these are child soldiers <laughs> in the digital front lines. <laughs> <laughs> That's war these days. Hey, single combat, maybe another thing we should bring back instead of war. We'll just have like I mean, Putin yeah. and Zelensky. I do just love fight the idea other. of countries having champions, man. I, I yeah. god damn, that would be so sick. Man, Putin Zelensky one on one, I I don't know who I take. Gotta on that go Putin. One. That actually Gotta that is Putin. actually kind of a nice matchup there. Well, you know, Putin got a, would cheat. Zelensky looks pretty yeah, jacked. Yeah, Putin would cheat, and he would cheat good. He would like be poisoning yeah, Zelensky secretly be like for the, months. Yeah. I was gonna say he'd be like the the Red Viper guy in Game of Thrones, who yeah. was like po- like poisoning him with the little little sword pricks Hell and things yeah. like that. Yeah, and and Zelensky was a late night television comedian, and I am just <laughs> yeah, not so true. sure. And and uh, Putin has actually fucking killed people, so I don't know. If, yeah, uh, maybe you're right. The voice of Paddington, the voice of Paddington Bear versus a KGB agent. You might be right. You, you might be right there. How long has it been since America has had a president that could fucking hang in a fight like that? Jesus. I don't know. Could Obama? I feel like JFK. JFK Obama yeah. probably could. Obama could probably. Uh, I feel like man. Lyndon Johnson could fucking scrap. That yeah. Dude yeah. Like Lyndon Johnson. Real rough. Yeah. LBJ. Yeah. LBJ would fucking have pocket sand. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Andrew Jackson is really fucked up, but he was a pirate for a while, like a literal yeah. pirate. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, obviously. Teddy Roosevelt could could get into it, but yeah. Reagan not, not, when he was so younger, like, but he was so old by the time he was president. <laughs> Reagan's like an actor guy, though, so yeah. it's like in an actual fight, he could be like, "I broke my nail." Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> it looks like everybody he had stop. Prowess, but who knows? Anyway, so it sounds like it sounds like the last one. It's it's been about a hundred years since we've had a physically <laughs> probably, competent president, unless we take Obama. Like. Unless we this take is Obama, going to be the future that pe- that presidents campaign on. I'm not kidding. It's not that long until like this. <laughs> is it like a president that could kick the shit out of like our enemies is like a thing that people want it's, it's already kind of there with trump that you, exactly that's kind of why people like him and it's because he could talk to mean game elon's first response to everyone who says anything about it he's like well i bet i could beat you in a fight and then <laughs> the first person to be like i bet that okay. you couldn't <laughs> um he's like oh uh never mind uh, uh <laughs> never mind <laughs> to fix society just real quick we need champions mm-hmm. Dancing plagues, and uh, what was public what was the executions? last one that we did? Public execution, public public yeah. execution. Those three yeah. things. Yeah, that's that'll it. that'll fix everything. You want to heal the world? <laughs> it's time. No um, problem too large for a public execution. What I always say. I wanted to ask you this probably for the last ten minutes now, Kate, but I haven't wanted to interrupt anybody. You are a Vegas native. Let's talk about the sphere. Pro or negative? What do you what do you got? Pro or con? I'm not a Vegas native. I lived there for five years. Um, The sphere, um, like many buildings in Vegas that went up when I lived there, it's going to cause many auto accidents. Like (laughs) they built that gigantic uh, NFL stadium that is just reflects the sun into the eyes of everyone driving on the (laughs) I-15. And now they've built this thing. And I've had, I've seen my friends like take videos of it. And I'm like, 
there's already enough. Like Vegas is the number one place for uh, wrong way crashes in the highway already without those things. <laughs> like, and now we have those things. So I think it's cool. I don't know what happens in there. I guess YouTube was there, but it's probably going, someone's going to crash their car into it. If they haven't already, probably soon during E3, maybe. The inside blew my mind. Like, like just imagine just like being on any substance while being in there and having like the the ceiling go down on like fall down like that the sphere is insane <laughs> like i'm against it like i'm i'm like neutral I, I i shift back and forth between being for or against it but seeing the inside i was like yeah okay maybe maybe the sphere has some points occasionally yeah imagine the whack and june your- had the debate on the sphere i've <laughs> yes. stayed out i have strong opinions but i stayed out of it <laughs> imagine fucking tripping your fucking face off and watching like the matrix in there or, or like, a fish concert, which yeah. I have trip balls out in Vegas at a fish concert. They should be here. No, dude, that's the thing is that's how like this is their they made this so that they could like assembly line MK Ultra people. They could fill the whole fucking thing up <laughs> with, with shooters and they just poison them. And then what's going to happen is like in seven years, they're going to put the smiley face and it's going to wink in a specific way. And then just terrorism is going to happen. I'm so anti-sphere. I do not trust oh, it. I think it's evil, ontologically an evil building and it needs to be destroyed. When they first were building it, they said it was an esports stadium. I, got, I remember that's what I read in the newspaper. But it does not seem like it's an esports stadium. No, <laughs> not at all. It's owned by so, Jim Dolan, the guy who owns the uh, the Madison, Madison Square Garden, who is a true villain. If you don't mm-hmm. know who he is, I don't know much about him. No, <laughs> um, he's basically he just like a. So there's two great things that you should know about him. One is that he they put facial recognition software into Madison Square Garden, and he now ejects people who have criticized him using the facial recognition <laughs> software. So he will see like journalists and stuff like that who have like criticized him or Madison Square Garden, the way he manages it, and uh, he will just kick them out. So that's one great thing about him. That's the type of shit I'm trying to be on. I'm trying to uh, exact (laughs) revenge on my enemies. Uh. Oh, whack. If you think that's good, this is definitely a whack move then. Because the other thing that he likes to do is he has his own band called JD and the Straight Shot. I did know this. (laughs) And he plays Madison Square Garden with JD and the Straight Shot. And he puts himself on the bill with big bands. No. all the time like, like billy joel like, like right, he's open for playing billy or joel something and, and he'll shit. open yeah. for them yeah like it's wild it's so cool that's so cool and his band do. and his band sucks they're just like a blue stand it's like a bunch of talented musicians and a rich guy <laughs> this is incredibly off topic but i found out something that traumatized me a little bit the other day you guys know a little guy named Ricky Gervais, right? Oh yeah, friend oh, of the I've show. Heard of the, I've heard of yeah, the bloke. Heard, I've heard of the bloke. Yeah, <laughs> the, the fella. Yeah, I found out recently that he used to be in a fucking yes eighties like new wave, new wave band. Yes, like what would like a like post punk yeah, band. Yeah, like a post punk. I like listened new wave, to it, and it's not bad. Yeah, and I watched. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Nah. I, saw, I watched a music video, and I was like, "What happened? He should have just kept doing this." I mean, he Holy he fuck. is he is so much more David Brent than I think he like. He like was kind of making fun of who he was, and then he just like is David Brent. Like he is like that man <laughs> if he uh, just existing in real life, uh, uh, which is fun. Yeah, no, that just that just blew my mind. Nothing, nothing more off of that. I just thought that was a f- silly fact. Um, okay, so do we want to uh, do we want to pivot to to what I what I've been reading about for the uh, past? Yeah, few let, hours? let's pivot before we do. Uh, where can the good people find? Uh, kill the rich oh so just go to killtherichbook.com we went ahead and bought an actual domain name Uh, that's killtherichbook.com with no spaces well no domains have spaces but without dashes or whatever anything no dots or dashes none of that uh, um, stuff Uh, and and, and you'll have links to to buy it wherever you like whether it's from Jeff Bezos or bookshop.org or anywhere but yeah uh, go buy it there yeah, awesome. or order it at your local bookstore. So that hey, you know we 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 did just find out that they're gonna do a small national run at Barnes and Noble. So you actually might be able to go soon to your local Barnes and Noble and buy a book called Kill the Rich. Yeah. there. Pretty cool. That's sick. Amazing. That's sick. Um, yeah, if you're in Philadelphia, please buy it from the uh, the Wooden Shoe, the Anarchist Book Collective that that sells all sorts of books of that nature. Um, 
Okay, so I um I did a little bit of I, I was doing a little bit of research on a on a figure who has been in and out of the news a lot recently. So let me ask all of our geriatric millennials on the call, um, and <laughs> Juniper, uh, what do you guys uh what do you guys think about a uh, uh, Doja Cat? Well, first of all, I, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm Gen right, X, I'm... dude. <laughs> but so I'm the youngest person, I uh-huh. think, probably. Um, this this is my Doja Cat take. I have no, I don't know anything about her. I know that she is a musician. She, I think she does like pop music. I know she had a shirt of uh, Sam Hyde, which he's like a notorious like basically like pseudo Nazi type not dude. pseudo Sam uh, Hyde is definitely just a Nazi just a Nazi yeah. okay just a straight up Nazi yeah that's like that's my Doja Cat take is like she's kind of weird probably like I would say she's a little low key weird little low key weird she's quirked up a little low key weird yeah. a little low key worked up you know but like in terms of like her fan base because when I think Doja Cat I, I think like, oh, she's got like Gen Z fans. She's got like like 16-year-old fans who mm-hmm. like probably have the same parasocial relationship as like Taylor Swift fans do. But she's like this weird like millennial super online like pseudo like post. I don't I don't know. She's got like weird. She's just weird. I hear the for, most like, at gay who bars. She has as I a feel like base. gay bars is where I hear Doja Cat the most. Uh I don't know if I could even recognize a Doja Cat. She song. has the number well, one is... song in America right now. Which yeah, I, I have a know. few of her. Uh, I have a few of her songs. I don't have her newest single, but I I do. I work at a nightclub right now, and so I have heard it. Um, but um, yeah, I have a few of her songs here. here. I'll play her. Well, I'll play. This is her first single. This is what sort of got her uh, on the map. Now you want some of this part. You ain't gotta say a word. Just like <laughs> that, let's get right. Uh, All right, so she's, you know, like, she just... Yeah. Sounds identical like to exactly everything what I else <laughs> popular. Yeah, um... But she, uh, that was like her first big single was So High, where she dressed as a, the genie um, it with blue face paint, um, which I'm partial to. Um, but, uh, who, uh... Jack, Jack, what do you know about a uh, Doja Cat? What's your what's your familiarity uh, with the musical artist I, Doja Cat? I, I honestly, I feel like I remember no her most for she did a song where she was like dressed as a cow or something. Yeah, she was yeah, like bitch, singing bitch, I'm a cow. bitch, I'm a cow. Right, that's kind of what I remember seeing and thinking that that was kind of funny. Like I thought that was funny when that was getting passed around, and then I looked her up and I was like, oh, this is like an actual like musician i thought it was just like a person that made something kind of funny um but then the other thing i heard is that is i remember some weird thing about how she used to like hang out in video chat rooms oh and, we're gonna talk like, about the saying, chat rooms we're gonna talk about okay the chat rooms. well we'll talk about that then but yeah that's <laughs> I, I really don't know much i i will agree with everyone that hearing the clip of that song i'm like i i swear I, this is like what makes me feel old. It's like you, when you're young, you're like, oh, I'm not going to be like lame, like how old people are when they hear new music and be like, it all sounds the same. It truly does all sound the same to me. Like I can't, <laughs> I couldn't tell you the difference between that song and any of a number uh, uh, of, of, of similar songs. So I don't know. I really don't know much about her. Okay. So Aman Almala Dulmani, uh, no, Dlamini. That's what it is. Amala Dulmani. Grew up with unstable artistic parents. Her father is an actor. Her mother is a graphic designer. Her aunt taught her to sing as a professional vocal coach. And her grandmother, who she was raised by for a period of time, is an architect. Um, When she was eight years old, she moved to an ashram in the Santa Monica Mountains. Uh, And for four years, uh, although her mother is Jewish, uh, the family practiced Hindu uh, from the time she was eight until she was 12. Uh, and then she got to live a normal life for a few years, and then she dropped out of high school at the age of 16. Uh, she released her first LP, EP, uh, with that song that we just heard, So High, uh, in 2014. Um, and then in 20... 
16, I think. I didn't write it down. Uh, she came out with her debut album, uh, which was called Amala, which is her real first name. And it had the uh, songs Tia Tamara, Juicy, and the classic Moo, which I will play here because it goes hard. Yeah, this one I like, actually. I have never seen this in my life. Oh, it's awesome. See, I'm the youngest one here, and I feel like I'm the least connected to like pop culture. Just yeah, you're boomer pilled for you know sure. Me? Yeah, you are. I'm boomer pilled. I just want to hear. I'm just gonna stay boomer. I just want to hear it clean where she says that she's a farter. <laughs> All right, cool. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's her song. Uh, Moo uh, parentheses bitch. I'm a cow. Um, and she sort of was like an online like person she had the politics and sense of humor of somebody who uh is uh posts on 4chan and i think the reason for that is that uh she posts on 4chan um (laughs) oh no (laughs) oh no of course she does the first time she got canceled was in 2018 uh for using the f slur in old tweets that got uncovered and then saying (laughs) it was okay to do um <laughs> okay all right she didn't even deny she no, just said down. i was right double to do down it. uh which i you kind know. of respect that more than like the ukulele apology you know what i'm saying oh like, yeah oh, oh absolutely yeah She's it's sticking to her guns yeah. yeah it's a um it's it's you know it's a simple mistake that could happen to anybody you do something wrong and instead of looking at yourself uh you just lash out and blame other people and i, I think it's a valid response to uh, dis- any sort of discomfort. Um, she did apologize, but it did not spare her from being NME's milkshake duck of the year in 2018. <laughs> oh, you don't want to win the milkshake duck of the year. Oh, no. It's the worst thing to That's be. That's horrible. Okay, more annoying that NME had a milkshake duck of the year in 2018 is the headline is Doja Cat, You've Been Cancelled. How the novelty moo rapper became 2018's milkshake duck. Oh and, my god! <laughs> and then the lead, makes me the kill lead. Myself hearing this. That that is the kind of stuff that makes it makes me wish I couldn't read. Like if I read a headline like that, I'm like maybe we maybe we shouldn't know how to read. It doesn't get better in the See, beginning of the article because it says uh, what the fu- I d- what the fuck does that headline even mean? Jesus. So if the sphere the existed ten years stage. ago, that would be the phrase that made me like shoot up a bank. Like <laughs> that's the MK. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because like like that tweak, the milkshake duck tweet that I believe that that started from is like a really like funny and iconic tweet but then here like hearing it in a head like a pop culture headline yeah. it like it's i like feel when like your I parents call toast. shoes <laughs> sneaks yeah it's like Ugh. yeah or when your grandparents <laughs> call right. sandals thongs they're gonna call yeah, they're gonna call evil. like putin a milkshake duck like on they cnn are. they are they already say like you know like oh this was a real dumpster fire of a week you know i'm like i can, love that not? because they'll get it completely wrong and then they'll have like putin as like the kevin jameson because like there's no fucking way that cnn is ever gonna understand the context of that <laughs> I can't, you know, I cannot wait to see how the Kevin James, what, were you saying that the Kevin James meme was used? In, like, no, like that, they'll make Putin, like, the, one day. they'll Photoshop Putin as Kevin James for some reason. <laughs> CNN will yeah. do that in the next year. Just not knowing why. Yeah, yeah like three months meme. from now. It's, I think it's maybe more of an MSNBC thing. I don't think CNN would do that. No, but CNN, they, that are like they all get TV. goofy. They're all fucking, they're all, like all the news channels, they don't actually, they don't take it seriously. Uh, they have a lot of, uh, Contempt for facts over there. Uh, in 2020, uh, Doja Cat um, had some of had a uh, 2015 song that hadn't actually ever been released. Uh, it did uh, get dug up by somebody, and the title of the song was "Didn't Do Nothing." Uh, um, this is the one oh thing that I did no. know about, uh, which prior to this, she was forced to oh. apologize because. If you aren't uh, like us, um, the idea of a song <laughs> called Didn't Do Nothing doesn't sound that strange. Uh, but this is a Channer slang term for like racists. Whenever a black person gets killed by the police, they will make fun of black people by saying, oh, he didn't do nothing. And they spell it wrong. Um, this she released racist. this. 
She really she wrote yeah. this in like 2015, right after Sandra Bland was killed, and she oh. uh, Doja Cat was appalled that people thought this was a joke about the murder of Sandra Bland, and it's like, girl, <laughs> you wrote the song, you got to understand how that's gonna sound <laughs> to some people. Yeah, classic. So uh, also for context, you know, we're talking about her wearing the Sam Hyde shirt and her doing, you know, this kind of dog whistle stuff. Her mom's Jewish and her dad is a black South African man. So it's yeah, like, he's a well, black wow. South African actor. Yeah, so it's like hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, in 2020, we also learned uh, 2020 was a bad year for Doja Cat. Uh, we got <laughs> the worse for her than anybody else that, that year. <laughs> I think that's actually kind of true. good year for everyone. Yeah. I think that's kind of. I think it's because everyone else was thriving. Yeah, I think because everybody was just stuck inside, they're like, "Let me try to see if I can ruin Doja Cat's life today." And it's like, "Oh, damn! There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff." Um, in 2020, we also learned that she was in racial chat rooms showing feet. Um, she this was that was a tweet about her. Um, now she claims that in her defense, this is what she said. She said. The chat rooms weren't specifically about sexualized race play. However, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the classic. But. There were there was some, and she was saying the n word in the racial chat rooms. But she's half black, so it might be fine. But also, she was literally sending pictures of her feet to the 4chan based racial chat rooms where they do race play <laughs> and say slurs at each other. This is becoming so complicated. This, yeah, this is truly dude. like, and I, I'm a white guy. So at a certain point I'm like, okay, she's in the racial room. She's saying the N word. She's black. I'm like, I lose track of the math here where I'm like, is this allowed or is it not allowed? It's hard to know. I think just I think just the weirdest part is that she's like in these like 4chan like she's clearly a Sam Hyde fan. You're not going right. to have a Sam Hyde shirt if you're like just a cat like if you're no a normal person's just not going to have that. Yeah. No people who people like listeners probably don't even know who that mm-hmm. is. Like I, I feel like you kind of like young people probably don't know like younger people than me I guess what I say that probably don't really know who he is. But like I, I remember him being around. He had like a TV show oh, in like yeah. the, the 2010s, Million Dollar Extreme or something like that. And then he was like always kind of like a YouTube guy or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, he still I, is I like a YouTube guy, right? Isn't yeah, he like still- involved in this fucking weird shit that the YouTubers do where they're like boxing each other or some insane yeah, fucking he, thing that goes on? He was, I think. Yeah. But I think he got like kicked out or something. No, he's still doing it. I don't um, know. He's I think he's oh. he I last I heard he was going to do one more fight because he's, he's getting up there in age. I think he's um in his four, early 40s, which, you know, it's not old, but for boxing, that's, you know, that's, yeah, for, yeah, for YouTuber, for YouTuber boxing, years. you're starting to age <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a bit of an existential crisis about him today because I've met Sam Hyde like, wow. I think in 2010 Wait. or 2011. A friend of mine moved into my house and she was dating him. And so he drove what the fuck? <laughs> So he drove her and uh, moved her shit into my house and I met him and he was nice and quiet and normal and fine. And I immediately forgot about him. Uh, and then I million dollar extreme became a thing. And I'm like, oh, that's the guy, Channing's boyfriend. And then I immediately forgot about him again. And then today, when you like we were going to talk about this, I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> like <laughs> this like unassuming guy that like helped my friend move that I think I had a beer with once is like a literal Nazi." <laughs> Like, yeah, he's like, a little. He's a he's little. Been, weird. He's yeah, been. Yeah. He's been specifically name dropped in shooters manifestos. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was like, I, I was like, well, it's like the whole meme to say that who, Sam Hyde did the shooting. Mutuals left, and yeah. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, <laughs> the 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 adult swim to shooter manifesto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the nice guy who helped my friend move in to the this thing. It's, it was very. I was like. This is a weird world. Part of his big big heel turn was that he was convinced that Tim Heidecker didn't like his show (laughs) and got it canceled. 
and like went on office hours, which is Tim Heidecker's live show and like yelled at him about it. And Tim was like, I didn't have anything to do with it. I don't no know who the fuck it. you are. Like, <laughs> like I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that that was that really like that Joker pilled him. Yeah, that that really did. That ruined him, and he became so much worse. Which is like <laughs> fucked up. Because like Million Dollar Extreme, it, Million Dollar Extreme was like a pretty edgy show, but I wouldn't say at the time it was like re- I wouldn't say it was like not. No, it was like, one of these ones where I where I think that they like played with some of it. But sometimes I I saw people posting being like, "This is a Nazi show," and the stuff people would post, I'd be like. I don't necessarily buy like, you know what I mean? I'd be like, I think this is them like being edgy, but I don't know that it's like a secret hidden Nazi show or whatever, but I don't know. Maybe people listening to this will be like, yes, it was. And in which case I have to say like, I give, you're right. I don't care that much to be honest with you. Uh, But he certainly (laughs) has gone full Nazi like since then. Exactly. Like over time in retrospect, it's like, okay, maybe it was kind of like a little bit of a Nazi thing uh, looking at where he is now. I've long held the opinion and I don't ever say this um, because fucking obvious reasons, but Sam Hyde is legitimately funny. Um, I yeah, like he did that I'm, TED I'm saying talk, right? That fake you TED did the talk? TED talk. I was just gonna that bring that funny. up. That TED it's talk funny. Is still he does so all good. kinds of like objectively. He's like funny in spite of being a Nazi. Like his Nazi stuff is not funny, but like he does. So like I, part of me is like, okay, does Doja Cat not know? Does she just think that Sam Hyde is funny? But like, no. Like considering if you look at it in the like, I guess it was the, the shooter the shirt too. I mean, it's not like oh, she, was it the shooter shirt? I didn't yeah, see it. yeah. I, I, yeah. I will say, I will say too that I'm on a podcast now with someone who thinks Sam Hyde is funny and someone who is a personal friend of his. And so I may, <laughs> I may have to dip just for just for my own personal brand. Well, maybe Sam Hyde helped Doja Cat move in 2011. <laughs> So you're also friends with Doja. <laughs> Interesting connections you have here. <laughs> no, but I I will say that that TED Talk in particular that is it genuinely pretty funny. Um, but I'm not condoning Sam. No, this, is this is ideology, a, of course. We, we can all say it. I don't think we need to yeah. give that caveat. Like anybody's listening to the show knows no. that. But I, you know, yeah, he's just funny. I think it's like uh, I've thought about this for a long time because I think that people just have this like proclivity to say, well, he's a Nazi, and like there's no way that you can like watch his content without being a Nazi or they don't understand like pipelining or, or whatever. I don't even know if, if his like shtick is to pipeline people through his comedy, but it is funny. Like he is like his boxing stuff where he was, he was like in character as this Irish guy called the candy man. And he like called out Hassan and it was, it was like, it got like yeah. way too extreme because he like sicked his fans on, on Hassan and like harassed him. But like at first it was like legitimately funny and he's just a funny guy, but he's also you know, fucking insane and a Nazi. So anyway. Yeah. I mean, think about it like with Trump, everyone thinks Trump is pretty funny, but it's like, he's obviously like fucking horrible. It's, it's, I would say like, it's that same principle where it's like, we can, we can objectively say sometimes something that Trump does is pretty funny. Like be scared about sharks. Like, just an insane to an insane degree that's pretty we funny. can acknowledge that trump is actually probably literally the funniest person going right now <laughs> to be honest with you like funniest, funniest president of all time there. by a fucking yeah. mile <laughs> yeah objectively uh so continuing with the woes that befell our friend uh doja uh throughout the year 2020 um she was on the european mtv awards and she did and i'm gonna play it here in a moment uh, she did a new metal version of her song "Say So," um, oh, hell yes, which it it's quite good. Um, but then she got in trouble because the guitar solo in it is identical to another song, um, which I could play <laughs> side by side. I like found it, uh, but that's boring. Who wants to hear two guitar to- solos that sound the same? But here is her <laughs> cover of uh, her own song "Say So" uh, that she did for the. European, English, something, EMA. Is it European? Who gives a fuck? This is good. I would listen to this. Yeah, what the hell? She should just be doing this. Yeah, she should. I don't 
don't know. It seems like it turns into a Machine Gun Kelly song suddenly. <laughs> I think that's fair, but I think she's a better singer than Machine Gun Kelly. And uh, yes, I think everyone is. Everyone in this <laughs> podcast probably is. <laughs> I just think this is objectively more interesting than like traditional i don't know i'm just not like a big pop head i, I mean not, neither am i not much going yeah. on for me there yeah i mean yeah. i agree yeah. and i and i hear that uh, that song every fucking weekend i've never heard anybody play the the new metal remix at the club nobody's playing the new metal songs <laughs> at the club uh these clubs got to get better playlists uh how are i got to work at a better club um <laughs> god i wish uh, i could work at a new metal club Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Oh my the blade, god, the club from Someone Blade. Needs to start that. Just like sprinklers with blood. <laughs> <and everything. laughs> uh, she also a couple just real quick things she's done wrong uh, that people have gotten mad at her for. <laughs> she dated this guy Jay Cyrus, who's been accused of like grooming and sexual harassment. He sent undex- <laughs> he sent unsolicited dick pics to his ex from Doja Cat's house, according to the ex, and she showed pictures of the dick, and you could tell it was inside a Doja Cat's house. She decided um, to stick by God. her man, huh? I kind of admire the balls it takes to do that. <laughs> that's a real that's, that's a, a real Biden. That's episode. a real Biden move. That oh, is yeah. a yeah. real Biden, Biden yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> the Biden play. In uh 2023 or in in 2022 I can't I couldn't really figure out when the, it was such a stupid thing, but her fans got really upset. Because she didn't come out and say hi to them after this festival got canceled and everybody knew where she was staying. And then the next night she went to go say hi to them and no one was there. But it was like raining and she said like, fuck my fans, I'm quitting uh, music. And then a year later she came out with another album. Uh, right now she has the number one song in the country <laughs> on Billboard, I think. Or top Hold 10 on a second. Least. That last, the last anecdote, I have to say I do stand with Doja Cat on that one. Yeah. Getting yeah. mad at annoying fans and then making a big pronouncement that you go back on, I think we can all <laughs> relate to. I think that's very relatable. Yeah, right now she she does have the number one song uh, by the by. Uh, her She has the number one song in the country right now. Uh, what were you saying, Jude? I was just going to say, like, I, I like also kind of get where, like, she comes from with that one. Because, like, just imagine being Taylor Swift. You don't have a life like these like these fans are like the most psychotic parasocial creatures to ever exist. And like, I kind of, you know, like I understand, like I I don't envy being like Doja Cat or well, Taylor that's Swift. The, like, yeah. That sounds like horrible. Well, Taylor well, Swift about- has like. No soul, and I feel like has yeah, just that's a what I running <laughs> yeah. around her all the time, so she's completely <laughs> insulated from it. But if you're every not single Taylor one of Swift, these, every single one of these things we've said about uh, Doja Cat, at least one person in the call is like, bah, I can't blame her for that one. <laughs> but like Taylor Swift doesn't have any of this. She never has freaked out on a fan. She's never been like, I fucking hate this. I need to stop. Um, that's a that's a monster. There's, something is deeply wrong with Taylor Swift <laughs> that she that none of this right. has ever happened to her. Like she her she runs a tight and I'm ship. fucking putting fucking like Lizzo and uh, and uh, Beyonce in the same camp there, where like they like love this shit, and it's it's like <laughs> kind of scary to on- think of a person who would enjoy this kind of life. On Doja and her fans, I will say that from my, I did podcasting and I did streaming and I think I, you know, cobbled together something like 20 fans across the entire country and that they're like, it's the most annoying thing in the world. (laughs) They should all buy the book, but those are the most annoying people I've ever met in my life. People that are fans, just joking fans, buy the book, but even having like the tiniest minuscule level of fame that I ever had, I was like, "This, this sucks and is annoying, but that's just a joke and they should buy the book. (laughs) <laughs> There's a there uh uh Lady Gaga tweeted in all caps one time fame is a prison. And that's not so interesting to me. The thing that I found really funny was that in the replies was a guy who said shouldn't have went on stage and did a duet with Bradley Cooper then. And to me I'm like <laughs> kind of true. Like if you don't want all this attention, you shouldn't have went on stage and did a duet with Bradley Cooper then. Like kind of kind of made your bed. Like you wanted to be famous. You fucking every single it, every single like pop singer uh especially from like the late 90s early 2000s 
had like a song about how much they hate the paparazzi, including Lady Gaga. And it's kind of it's it, it is a little difficult to countenance when you hear a millionaire being like, I wish they would stop following me. And it's like, all right, cancel your tour and take up knitting. Go get a job at a hotel or something then. Whatever. Like. <laughs> yeah. Billie Eilish has a song about like how people like comment on the way she dresses. And I'm like, you don't have to go to the Met Gala. Like, like, you don't have to do these things. You can just, you know, stay home. Like, you don't have to. You can live a low-key life. These celebrities will never be as oppressed as podcasters like us anyway, because we deal with all this. (laughs) We get the insane DMs. Did you guys see that fucking shit I posted yesterday about the the person that was like, hey. That was awesome. uh, Will you, like, um, record yourself saying like positive dad things to me and I'll pay you money as like this weird kink. Uh, I, we deal with insane DMS and, and, and June, the actual real harassment that you get. And we're not millionaires. So I have no sympathy for Lady Gaga, frankly. Also, yeah, I will. What I will, I will take the money to do the fetish uh, readings for you. I'm here uh, to tell you that everything's going to be okay, champ. You just uh, hit my line. We are so proud of you. <laughs> Alex is doing it for free. Alex you shouldn't give this stuff free. away for free. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Also, I just want to give a shout out to... We could cut this if you guys want to. I want to give a shout out to the, to the Twitter handle Penis Cover. Yeah. Oh, we Got <laughs> we're gonna talk about penis no, cummer in the no. mailbag segment. We're we're leaving we're leaving penis cummer in. He's right. he's can... huge. I'm I'm huge into the penis cummer uh, Twitter account. Uh, right. Jack and Kate, about really sorry about the penis cummer discourse. <laughs> I know that you don't understand what's going on. Uh, that is gonna. I think penis cummer is going to be part of the show's lore. I'm certainly gonna find out. I'm gonna. That's. The... <laughs> but no, I just I did just want to say also that like that I I, I think. Uh, like being being that level fame is like that that would be fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, be because terrible. like the level that I'm at, like I I don't think I've ever like I've gotten like some weird messages from like people who follow me or like our fans, and like very strange. But like most interactions I've had with like my base of followers has been like so positive. It's like it's like the the haters and the losers uh, whom I love fondly, um, who who are the real freaks um, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so just the last two things about Doja Cat. Oh, there's more. Uh, there are. <laughs> yeah. We were winding that shit down. She's I was not fucking done. wrong. We're actually, I am ending <laughs> before some of her more recent times she's yelled at her fans like this week uh, because she is continuing her ongoing feud with the people who love her. Uh, because they asked, they they wanted to call themselves the kittens because she's Doja Cat, and she basically was like, "Kill yourself, don't do that." Um, uh, I stand like, with her oh. again. <laughs> yeah, the kittens is a little weird. That that's a little well, weird. and like somebody whose say. name, like display name, was her full name. She was like, she said to them, "You're weird as fuck for having my government as your name." And uh, anybody who calls themselves a kitten should stop listening to my fucking music immediately. <laughs> and uh, again, I'll stand with her on the, the government name. That is really weird. Is As weird. someone who who is going through that, yeah. being doxxed right now, very relate. I, I highly relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, most recently, she canceled a tour where she was supposed to open for the weekend uh, due to a vaping uh, injury. Uh, <laughs> who's vaping, who's injury? vaping injury? She got her tonsils removed as an adult because she was vaping too much and she said it caused some sort of <laughs> what? issue. That's bullshit. So she, <laughs> I vape so much. My tonsils are just fine. Yeah, I, I, I tend to think it is bullshit, but that, that, that is what she claims. She had to cancel a tour for a vaping injury. I think it's she like rocks. when Jeremy She's a brand new kitten, Jack Allison. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I got on uh, uh, um, Doja Cat. But uh, Doja, catch that link to uh, their book. That's killtherichbook.com. 
Thank uh, you. That was uh, very good. That was really, that was, that was really very nice. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my boy Nathan, who when I told him I was going to be doing this right before we got on this call, he said, "Don't you catch the Phillies game?" And I'm like, "I'm going to kill you, bro." <laughs> and he's like, "You should use that on your show." So shout out Nathan. He was right. You you should <laughs> and you did. All right, uh, uh, Jack and Katie, you guys uh, want the last word? You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I, nothing in particular. I think that was a nice, that was very, uh, um, you know, that was a total rundown on Doja Cat. And I feel like <laughs> I really am a Doja Cat expert now. And so, uh, you know, I really think, uh, thanks for, for having us on. It really was a blast and good yeah, talking man. to you. Yeah. Um, please don't cancel me for uh, once hanging out with Sam Hyde in 2011. <laughs> uh, I didn't know anything about him. It was thrust on me. Uh, I apologize to my fans and your fans. Uh, he just helped my friend move in. So To those hurt by all the shootings he yeah. was implicated in. <laughs> by the book, I have nothing Don't. to do with Sam Hyde. I'm unaffiliated. He doesn't he didn't blurb the book or anything like that. So <laughs> I'm already organizing the multiple paramilitary Discord uh, servers that I have. Uh, we're 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 going to war oh, with my you right Lord. now. All right. Well, thank you to uh, Jack Allison and Kate Shapiro. Please do buy Kill the Rich. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. That's it for the main feed, but there's plenty more on the Patreon this week. You can listen to that at patreon.com slash westernkabuki. Again, that's patreon.com slash westernkabuki. Thanks so much. We'll see you there.